Hey there. Did you know that tensions tend to be highest for blended families when everyone is together? <laughs> Maybe you've noticed that when you've tried to do something fun with the whole family and it didn't go as well as you'd hoped. If you can relate, Maybe you'd like to join us on Thursday, May 16th for an interactive workshop all about navigating the tensions of family time. You'll connect directly with us and other blended couples in a 90-minute Zoom call and work on your own personalized strategy for responding to the challenges of family time in your unique family blend. That's right. You can join us and our community by hopping into Blending Together, where we hold one of these workshops each and every month. So if you'd like direct interaction with us in the context of a supportive group of other blending couples, then the Blending Together community is right where you need to be. Mm -hmm. So scroll all the way to the bottom of the show notes for this episode and click the link to check out the details. We would love to meet you on the 16th for our upcoming Intentionally Blending workshop right inside of the Blending Together community. Mm -hmm. Now, let's get to the episode. Hi, welcome to another simple step here on Blended Family Breakthrough. I wonder, when I say the word screen time, what comes to mind for you? Maybe it triggers feelings of stress and anxiety, or maybe you just now reached for your phone without even thinking about it. Maybe you're indifferent, or maybe it even creates a sense of guilt. That little word screen time might mean something different to all of us, but I wonder if we can agree that when it comes to parenting teens, the word screen time has become much more critical than it was 20 years ago. In our interview with Dr. Mike Bradley last week, he confirmed that the most challenging, stress-inducing, crazy-making aspect of life that our teens currently deal with is technology. Tech has led to unprecedented stressors for our teens, and for us as parents, too. So let's touch down on a few simple things that you can do this week to navigate tech with teens. First, we've all got to get our mindset right when it comes to tech. In his book, Crazy Stressed, Dr. Mike points out how critical it is for us to understand the role of technology in our teen's life, and we've got to keep our expectations realistic. Often, as parents and step-parents, when it feels like our teen's screen has become a problem for them or for us, our first instinct is to simply eliminate the problem, right? Just ban the screens altogether and problem solved. But Dr. Mike suggests that pulling the plug is one of the last things we should do. Like it or not, your teen's phone, tablet, and computer has largely replaced the corner hangout that you and I grew up with. Remember hanging out at the park or the corner or the nearby 7-Eleven or Circle K after school? That's what your teen's phone is to them these days. It's a place for after-school teen socialization, which is actually a function that's critical for adolescent social and emotional development. Simply cutting access to that is not the best answer. Oh, great, you might be thinking. So if that stupid phone is critical for my teen's social development, then does that mean that I just have to do the opposite and give them limitless access to it? Dr. Mike says, nope, don't do that either. He suggests thinking of screen time just like you think of driving. Screens and cars are wonderful tools that are essential to your kid's future success. 
But without careful supervision and training, these things can also maim and even kill. Dr. Mike goes on to say that you'd never risk your child's life by handing them the car keys at age 10 and saying, have fun. But that's mostly what we've been doing with screens and the amount of crashes occurring are off the charts. So rather than pulling the plug or giving free reign, Dr. Mike suggests utilizing parental screen supervision tools early on and being upfront with the kids about why. Saying something like, hey, I need to be sure you're safe before you can solo, and then just talk to them about that driving metaphor. Let the kids know that you'll be monitoring and as they demonstrate responsibility, you'll start to pull back on those controls, gradually allowing a little more privacy of screen time directly in relation to their proven level of responsibility. And if a poor choice occurs, quickly reinstate more supervision, but for a time, not forever. Always work toward them earning autonomy through responsible use, just like you're doing with driving. The goal is to teach your teens responsibility and healthy tech habits so they're equipped to self-regulate in their adult life. Okay, so you might be thinking, great, we already missed the boat on that. My teen has had more free reign for a couple of years already. Well, that's okay. Just take some simple steps to begin to pull back some of that autonomy as they prove their responsibility. One way we did this early on and maintained with our teens was creating a bedtime and a designated space for our devices at night, which was not in their bedroom. Effectively parenting around today's tech is critical. You would be wise not to ignore it. So this week, I challenge you to consider your current parenting approach to technology, regardless of the age of your kids. How might you embrace the same approach as teaching them to drive by creating intentional plans and strategies for training your kids in responsible tech use? Here are two things that might help you take a next step. One, you might grab your copy of Dr. Mike's book and take advantage of the research and the personal experiences he shares about parenting teens around tech and tons of other relevant topics with parenting teens. Or two, maybe head back to episode 70 here on the show. It's called Five Simple Ingredients for Healthy Tech Habits with Your Kids. There are links in the show notes to both of these resources. Now, I know there's still a sticking point in all of this for many of you who are co-parenting with an ex. It might feel like you simply have no ability to set limits because of the ex's influence. We get it. 17 years ago, before most of us even understood the dangerous downside to screens, Kim's ex gave their daughter Annika a phone with free-range access and no rules. She was 11 at the time. After a while, we started to notice some negative impacts on Annika, and we believed that we were powerless to do anything about it. In hindsight, we failed to effectively supervise and train Annika, which honestly would have made a big difference for her then and maybe even now. We share all about some of our regrets and our lessons of that back in episode 20, titled Four Myths About Parenting When an Ex Has Different Rules. If you can relate to any of that, don't get stuck thinking that you can't make a difference or train and equip your kids around technology. You absolutely can. And maybe it's even more critical for your kids to get this training that they aren't getting anywhere else. The truth is, your home is your domain, and you can step up to train your kids around tech regardless of the ex's approach. That doesn't mean it's easy, 
but parenting teens isn't really for the faint-hearted, right? Now's your chance to take a simple next step. First, adopt the attitude that you're going to train your kids to use tech responsibly and then dive into one of those resources mentioned today and help your kids engage in today's virtual hangout in a safe, responsible, and self-regulating way. Hey, thanks for joining me today. I hope you have a great week and we'll see you back here in two weeks for another simple step. Simple Step.